bang bang. Health insurance. Why would you bother if you're just rolling in cash? Uh, sign up to bet with Joel at betwithjoel.com slash ref slash welcome to the potty and to promo code potty exclusive 50. That's potty, P-O-D-D-Y, exclusive 5-0 for 50% off your first week subscription or potty 30, P-O-D-D-Y, 3-0 for 30% off the NBA package. Okay, Joel was the 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 best in the business at sports betting. He's been, he was so good. He won so much money that he's been blacklisted from all bookmaking services. So that means that he's now using his skills to give you guys the edge on the bookmaker, and that is what you call uh, generosity. Where I'm from, so he he gives you the bets. You sign into the app. You you put the bets in. And you end up walking away with all this cash. Bang, you, you you do an old slip and fall. You don't need to go and do, you know, health insurance. You just pay to be in public, in private, because you've got that bread from Bet With Joel. You know? Oh, an old, you know, little hit and run. You know? You, now you're not guilty because you've got the best lawyers in town because you're rolling. You know what I'm saying? You know, you've also got, you've got things that, uh, you know, happiness. Money buys happiness. So in so facto, bet with Joel equals happiness. You understand? It's all, it's all logic. Okay. So sign up. That's how you can support Welcome to the Potties. If you sign up and use, uh, use the link, Welcome to the Potty. No, uh, betwithjoel.com slash ref. That's R-E-F slash Welcome to the Potty. Enter promo code potty exclusive 50 or potty 30 for your respective discounts. Or if you just want to support Welcome to the Potty uh, straight up, just just go to welcometothepotty.com, go to the store page or welcometothepotty.com slash store and buy yourself a Welcome to the Potty unsourced t-shirt. These motherfuckers are softer than baby shit and they smell twice as good. Dude, I'm, I'm telling you things like this happened to me. Uh, I was wearing an unsourced t-shirt on an airplane. And I was sitting next to a fat guy, as usual. And then a girl, hot girl comes up and she, she, she came up from business class and she said to this fat dude, hey, listen, do you want uh, my big fat, my big fat person seat over there? You know, I'm a smoke show. And he was like, yeah, please, that'd be fantastic. And she sat next to me and she just massaged me all, all flight. Um, unfortunately, but yeah, my shirt was located on my torso and not on my cock. Because that is, uh, you know, that would have been a real nice massage. You know, spraying out, you know, mile high club, spraying out midair. But welcome to the potty.com slash store. Buy yourself an unsourced t-shirt. Let's start the show. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome, baby. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party. Welcome, baby. Welcome. Welcome, baby. Welcome to the party, bung bung. It's your man, Clay Tron, aka the big boss man, aka the clumsy jeweler, because I'm always dropping gems, aka the milk man, because I always deliver, aka the PhD of podcasting, the Magnum PI of podcasting, the captain, the Conan O'Brien of this podcast shit. Yes, yes, Conan O'Brien does have his own podcast, but um, I'm literally better at it than he is, you know? Hey, do I have my own late night talk show? No. Well, neither does he. He's left. After 28 years, he's left. And everybody, you know, all these comedians, are, oh, thank you for, you know, you put me on, blah, blah, blah. You're the best in the business. And, I, you know, I want to jump on board and say thank you to Conan O'Brien for giving me my start in comedy and turning me into the international superstar that I am today. I appreciate what you've done for me, my family. Uh, we owe it all to you. Um, and... Yeah, honestly, it's it's nice to be around a comedian that is that I can look at in the eye instead of, you know, basically looking down at flakes of dandruff all the damn time. So Conan O'Brien, big up to you. You're the best, and whatever you do next is going to be dope. Um, try to get out of the podcast space. You're saturating it, and, you know, I need as many views as I can get. Views, noises, listens, whatever it is. Shout out to Conan O'Brien, man. Um... As you guys know, I was relatively uh, 
drunk last episode. Oh my god! And um, yeah, basically, if I yeah, if I ever do, you know, if I ever do get to a level where I'm on some guy's TV show like Conan O'Brien, um, that episode's going to come back and bite me. Will I delete it? Absolutely not. That's not how we roll here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast. It's rough, rugged, and raw, baby. And it's all jokes. We tell jokes, comedians. Um, bored man's not in today. Uh, he had a friend's birthday last night and got what they call in the streets shit-faced. I'm just going to open it. Since we're talking about beer, I might just open this young blood right here, this young blood crystal ale. It's the best ale that you can actually get. Uh, it won the award at the um, World World Beer. Uh, th- they call it the Boscas. It's the Beer Oscars, and it won the um, best uh, best factor, best factor. So, um, and the and it's the X factor. It's got the X factor right in it. So you drink a Young Blood and you actually become famous, and that's what I do. Is I drink Young Blood. Um, no, that's delicious though. That's good beer. Young Blood. Young Young Blood. Dot, dot beer. I, I keep stuttering. I don't know what's going on today. I've got, you know, like I said, I've got a touch of the downs from time to time. Hold on. All my cords are tangled. This is what happens when the board man's not in. I, I've I've come to, I've come to rely on him. You see, I. I was handling it myself for so long. He comes in for like five or six episodes and bang, I've forgotten how to how to cope as an individual, as a man, as a father to two young girls. Dogs. I'm talking about dogs. Um, they're crying right now. I can hear them. I doubt the mic's picking it up, but I can literally hear them and I've got the cans on, so that's pretty annoying. But might keep it as a short episode. I don't know. I'm, I'm recording this late in the day, which is fucking annoying. The editing and shit, like... I've got a gig tonight, pretty keen on uh, doing that. Um, and, you know, probably have some beers. We've got me and Rach have a party. I think I'm going to try and bring Chet along. It's your boy, Chet Hit. Another one. Um, so, yeah, how about I've, I'll just recap my week a little bit. Uh, I had a gig on Wednesday, feature feature act so that was you know a little 10 minute spot my first 10 minutes i've done since fringe that was good to to do that went all right not not a big crowd but they were receptive there was one guy there was a heckler he did not shut up for the they were definitely like lebanese descent or something like fucking talking like this for the whole show fucking next right next to each other talking this fucking loud bro and i was like jesus anyway um misogynists probably as well they talked much more for the female comics than they did for the male comics which uh you know that's well that's what i noticed i don't know if i was sort of internalizing something but that's what i thought was that i saw that these two guys was doing a lot of talking when the the ladies were talking and then not so much when you know my big ass was on stage like but whatever that was all right. It was easier for me. I, I didn't have to deal with them. I just got to do my jokes, get off stage. It was good. Got a fun night though. I was tired like I am right now. I was like yawning and shit all night. You know when you yawn and you looks like it looks like you've just been crying? You Every time you yawn, it looks like you just got really bad news. Um. So, yeah, that's people probably thought that I was either high or like really sad or that I, you know, came straight, yeah, came straight from a funeral or something. But... It was a good gig, man. Uh, then Thursday night, I had like, I was the speaker. I was a guest speaker at uh, an event called Vibe and Connect, which is just, it's a young professionals networking thing. And yeah, I was the I was the guest speaker. So I had to speak about my business, which which is podcasting and comedy and bung bung coffee, the best coffee. And you know, you know, my... My coffee won at the Coscas, the Coffee Oscars. I uh, won um, best best actor, and that's best coffee actor uh, for portraying deliciousness at all times. Uh, and that's that's really what happened with with the coffee. But I was talking about the coffee, and 
meeting these people. They were really nice and it wasn't a huge group. It was about six people. So I didn't stand up. I sat down and went over my sort of business beliefs, I suppose. I didn't, I don't have like much advice in terms of like how to do business. My bit like the back end of my business is actually in shambles because I don't know how to run accounting and all this shit. And in the new financial year, which is only a few days away, that's all going to be cleaned up. I just figured I'll leave it how it is now. And then on the first bung bung, we'll fucking really get this shit popping. But my, my advice was more of like this, uh, you know, you know, find your passion and figure out how to monetize that. Don't just expect it to monetize itself. That type of shit. Um, and invest in yourself. You know, some people like investing in stocks and portfolios and all this and, oh, my portfolio is worth this much. And it's like, yeah, cool. How about what's your actual pockets worth though? You know, you stand here in fucking taro cash pants telling me how good your portfolio is. Go get some fucking real pants. No offense to taro cash, but you know, get your fucking money up. You know what I'm saying? Easy money. Um, yeah, so that was, that was a first for me. I felt like I was babbling a bit. I babble on this thing though too. So who gives a fuck? But yeah, that was fun though. Really nice people. Uh, and it was enjoyable and I would have preferred probably to listen to someone that knew what they were talking about than some fucking idiot. But it was, it was good to sort of put it out there that, uh, you can you don't need to be some like business whiz to run a successful business. And you know, bung bung coffee, I would still call it successful, even though it's not the biggest coffee, but like getting you know, getting orders out the out the cheeks, you know? Selling out selling out every run and making bigger orders every time. Do you know what I mean? It's fucking it's good. But it's like the volumes the volume's not uh, massive, you know, it's not like, um, uh, you know, like grocery store volume, you know, but it's like, you know, we're in a green grocer. We got an order from, from a green grocer, dude. And that's retail. We're in a retail space as well as online. So think about that. Um, then Friday night, I had this other event, which was like a gin and wine tasting event. And, um, you know, you can get, you can get pretty lit sometimes at things like this. And we did. And I was expecting Rachel, Rachel works Saturday. So I was thinking, yeah, we'll go, we'll get a feed. We'll have a couple of drinks. We'll go home. I was only going to, I was only going because I got free tickets for this shit, you know? So when, anyway, we ended up getting absolutely Oh, uh, yeah. Drunk, man. Got fucked up, bro. Um, we, excuse me. We, um, yeah, so we went, we went and we're doing laps, you know, and we did all the gins and we went to the first wine one. We had the wine. It was like, you know, gin's a bit better than wine, isn't it? So we just went back through the gins and I met this man um, and they had a, a coffee grappa, which is a type of like alcohol. Uh, and I'm talking to him. I'm like, hey, look, I'm actually a coffee guy. Adelaide support local, you know, bung, bung. Here's my card. He takes my card. He's like, I reckon we can work something out. But I don't know if he's just like entertaining me because he thinks I'm pissed or whatever. But I wasn't pissed enough to forget, you know. So I'm going to I'm gonna call this guy. I got his card. He got my card. Where I'm going to call this guy, get this bung, bung, pop. And that's another, you know, another avenue, you know. You know, young blood. What if one day they make like a coffee stout? Bung bung coffee gets in there, and they call it, you know, bung bung. Why, wh- you know, young bung, young bung stout, or some shit like that. Think about the opportunities, people. Collabs. You know, Travis Scott's got a new Dior deal. <laughs> Do they not give Dior deals to podcasters? I'm the biggest in the game. I my viewership and listenership is larger than that of Joe Rogan. And it's a fact. 
It is an absolute fact. Easy money. Okay. And I'm not getting Dior deals. I don't get it. I should have my own fucking sneaker. I should have my own headwear. I should have, uh, you know, my own microphone. Like I should be doing, I should be doing collabs with Rode microphones. But they should be giving me t-shirts and shit that say bung bung on them with a big Rode logo underneath. And I wear that on stage. And then people are like, holy shit, this guy's sponsored by Rode. I'm going to buy a microphone, even though I don't do podcasts or music. See, they, they're missing out on opportunities. I'm the biggest in the game. Okay. They have called me the Steve Jobs of talking shit. You know, I'm corporate. I've sold my soul for this shit. And people, you know, people often tell me like, I, you know, I want the old clay back before he sold out. You know, you've gone too corporate. Every time you upgrade, you're taking something away and making me buy something else. I'm like, yes. Yes, that's how you make bread in this capitalist world. Yes. Yes, I want to have money. Yes, I want to have powerful friends that do naughty things. You know, not pedophile. I don't want pedophile friends, but I want maybe someone with a body count to be in my circle. Yes. Yes, I want to have enough money to have a friend who gets people killed. I want to have a friend who pays for sex regularly because they're into really weird shit. I want someone who is so so wealthy that they cannot come without getting their, you know, their balls tugged on to the nth degree. These are the type of friends that I want. You know, friends that, you know, I honestly I don't agree with their their whole ethos, but hanging out with them makes sure that everyone else knows that I'm wealthy. That's the type of friends that I want. My friends right now are fine. They're okay. They, you know, they all all of my friends honestly earn more money than I do, but not enough for me to care. I want I want my friends to earn tens of mil, hundreds of millions to billions of dollars. I want my friends to care so much. I want my friends to have so much money that they're so bored that they start trying to do space travel instead of, you know, eradicating poverty. That's what I want. I want to be friends with someone like Elon Musk who was picked on for having a little dick in high school and now he acts all outlandish. He's like the the crazy billionaire guy. And oh, electric cars and electric rockets going to the moon. We're going to the moon like Dogecoin and we're going there. We're going there with a fucking a carbon neutral footprint, you know? This fucking guy. I want a friend like that. I want a Bezos. I want a Gates. Someone that knows the secrets. Someone that's trying to inject you with 5G. Some billionaire that got rich off computers that thinks he knows what the best thing is to do with coronavirus. Those are the types of people I want to be friends with. I want... I want to be friends with somebody who makes more money in one day than you will see in your entire fucking life. And then I want, and I, and I, and I want them to not even appreciate their wealth. I want someone, you know, they say you can tell a lot about a person by the way they treat service staff. So like waiters, waitresses, uh, valets, um, hosts. I want to have friends that spit on the shoes of these motherfuckers. You know what I'm saying? And slap them in the face with a hundred dollar bill and then tear the bill in two in front of their face and say, I'm not giving you a fucking tip tonight, bitch boy. You know, someone that's so wealthy, but doesn't tip because they, they make it a point for you to know that you should, you should have worked as hard as they did. That's the type of friend that I want to have. And yeah, if I did have a friend like that, I probably would be dead by now. They definitely would have, I would be one, I would be one of the numbers in their body count, but cool. Now you've just made me a saint. You have just 
made me a genius. Oh, he died too young. He was only getting started. He only had 297 episodes of his podcast. He was just getting started. I got some advice the other day like, oh man, you shouldn't you shouldn't get into podcasting. Like it is so oversaturated right now. Like everyone's doing podcasts. Like no shit, dude. I'm 297 episodes in. How many episodes you got? How much money do you make? And he was like, oh, I turn over, you know, $150 million a year. And I said, have my card. Where do you want to drink baby's blood? Because I'll do it. I'll do it right now. Um, I don't remember how I started talking. Oh, yeah. I don't know. I was talking about this coffee grappa, I think. <laughs> yeah, but... So I'm talking to this guy, that guy. We leave this thing and we go to Daily Grind in the city. And Daily Grind is, you know, it could be the name of a coffee shop. Probably is. But it, this, this one was a skate shop. Little Black Bicycle Club or something like that. And it sounds like you're about to say something racist when you start it with Little Black. But if you finish it with Bicycle Club, that's okay. Uh, and we went in there and it was a band playing and it was a, it was a pretty good band and we watched them and we drank beers and Rachel's friend, who I guess is my friend too now, he got a skateboard while he was there. Uh, and then we left and we went to East End Street Party and we had like one beer and three cigarettes and then went home and we were home by 11. And man, it was such a random night. It was random. We ended up getting this dude, um, friend of a friend. I ran into a friend of a friend and he came with us. He was like, yeah, fuck it, let's do it. He came, I was smoking his tobacco. Uh, we were rolling up, you know, Lucy's. And, um, you know, if you're if you, if you, if you you're my level of wealth, which is not high, it's actually closer to poverty, but, and you say rolling a Lucy, that's a cigarette. But if you're at the level of wealth that I want to get to, or not even get to, but just hang out with, um, rolling a Lucy is literally like a code for human trafficking, probably. So this is these are the people that I want to deal with, are people that are just sick, just real sick. Um, you know, people with laptops with government secrets on them, that type of thing. This is this is what I need in my life. What's on my friend's laptops? You know, weird porn searches. That's all. That is all. And like productivity spreadsheets. Boring. I need, you know, a kill list. Pictures of dead bodies. Pictures of, uh, you know, blackmail shit. Blackmail shit. That's what I need to see. That's who I want to hang out with. How fucking exciting is that? They order Uber Eats and they're on so much cocaine they forgot they ordered Uber Eats. There's a knock at the door and they just pull out a nine, bro. <laughs> they just fucking cock and aim at the door, blow a fucking hole through the door and damn near kill the Uber driver. You know? Uber Eats. Free plug for Uber Eats by accident, but they're, you know, they don't need it. Um, yeah, dude, that's what I want to, just someone that's always on the edge, just always panicking, thinking someone's out to get them anytime that, you know, have you ever like, like house sat or like slept at a friend's house that was like kind of spooky and you hear noise and like you, your eyes are closed and you hear a noise and you, you open, you open your eyes real wide straight away, straight away. I want to hang out with someone that's that nervous 24 <laughs> seven. <laughs> and some people call that anxiety, but I call that, you know, the highest level of wealth and having having skeletons in your closet. Literally having dead people hanging in your closet. That's Now that's wealth. Um, as I said, I've got a gig tonight. It's at this place called Hades Hula, Hula House. Hula, as you know, Hula, Hula. The thing where it's a, it's either a hoop that swings around your waist. Uh, little girls do it and also um, strippers. 
And there's also hula, which is a dance that Hawaiians do. And sometimes, like, sometimes I honestly think that we are living in a situation because I don't know how, I don't know what the difference between Hawaii and Japan really is. Hawaiians are fatter. Is that, that's pretty much it. And it doesn't snow in Hawaii. That's, that's it. That's it. And I'll tell you what, it fucking snows when I'm in Hawaii, bruh. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I've never, no. Um, what else, man? That's my week in a nutshell. I wish, um, oh man, you know what I miss? I miss when my friends used to come to my comedy shows. I know they, you know, it's boring because you got to hear the same shit all the time. But I wish like if I had some new shit, which, which I do, I've got shit. I'm doing this shit now that none of my friends have seen. I've only just started. I've done it probably twice. Um, I would love, yeah, I'd love to have my friends come back out again. But, you know, whatever. It's late. It's always late. Oh, man, I've got work tomorrow. I've got work tomorrow, bro. You know? Oh, man, I've got kids. I've got kids. They're still in my sack, but I'll, I'll have a kid. I'll have a kid one day. Been shooting the club up lately. Uh, and that's, that's um, slang. Slang. And slang is when you do gibberish words and you apply meaning to it. So, you know, you can call, you can call, uh, you know, fellatio. You can call that a mic check. Because like when you get in the mic and you check it, you're down here like this and that, you know, that's fellatio is called a mic check. Um, dome, brain. Uh, what else do you call it? Um, oh, shit. What, what was I talking about? Slang. Oh, yeah, shooting the club up. So that's slang for basically just um, ejaculating in, in indoors. Well, no, because everybody, all my friends do that. Um, but, you know, inside a lady, inside a lady. And that lady is my girlfriend, so. But, yeah, we've basically stopped. We're not trying, but we've stopped not trying, I would say, I guess. We're just not being as careful. I'm not actively, you know, I don't really want to bring a kid into this world where I'm, where its dad is a wannabe comedian you know what i'm saying so i'm not trying extra hard but you know a couple times you, you leave it in a couple times it feels good you forget you forget that how good it feels you know i haven't i haven't shot the club up in literally years my friends literally years um so so that's been cool um that's weird she probably didn't want me to talk about that but shit happens um uh oh I've just had an absolute uh brain fart but I'll just have some beer and see see what happens It's just a good beer. It's just a good beer. It's 1.6 standard drinks dude. It'll get you bolotto without trying. Uh why don't we go to a segment um I like Would You Rathers, and we've had some get sent in, so check this out. Hell no, till the no, 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 till the no. I honestly, and I'm not playing with you right now, I honestly think um, I've got a hip injury, and I think I'm going to need surgery. It. I'm not joking. It hurts that bad. Um. Anyway, Would You Rather, and this one's coming in from Lizzie, which... Uh, you know, like I say, I like it when the girls write in. Um, and I've had this one before, Lizzie, but I'll go, I'll go again. Would you rather be respected, liked, or feared? And I'll tell you this, feared is always the answer here because when you're feared, you are respected. And when you're respected, you are liked. Think about that, Lizzie. Thanks for writing in. That was easy. This one is from Paul. Paul, and I've got a friend called Paul, but if he wrote in, he would call himself PK or um, 
He's, he's called Flash 89. Flash 89, if you want to listen to his music on Spotify, do that. Uh, he's very talented at music making. Uh, would you rather get paid $10 for every hour you use the internet for the rest of your life or get paid $10 million to never use the internet again? Oh, $10 an hour for every time I use it, I think. Yeah. Uh, for every hour I use it. Because I enjoy podcasting too much and I've got to use the internet for it. Uh, I love podcasting, dude. I am fortunate to have people that actually listen to the show and um, allow me to monetize the show, but I I would do it. I, I don't know. I would do it if I had 10 people listening, you know? Zero people, probably not so much. But yeah, I love it. I have so much fun, man. So give me 10 hours for, $10 for every hour I use the internet. Uh, thank you, Paul. Uh, this one is coming in from Eleanor. That's another girl. And I know a girl named Eleanor. Uh, she lives in Melbourne. She's friends with Rachel. And honestly, pretty sure her boyfriend unfollowed me on Instagram. How do I... I don't know how I came to that conclusion. Um, But, yeah, I don't... I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this much. I've given enough information right now for them to know who I'm talking about and I'm still going to say it. I think he thinks he's better than me, dude. And that's okay. Like, I'm not saying that he's not better than me, but to think that you're better than me is like, that's doing a bit. So check yourself before you wreck yourself, bruh. <laughs> uh, anyway, so Eleanor wants to know, would you rather have a girl love you but have to kill someone? What? Or have a girl like you but have to cut off all your fingers? So, oh, so if she loves me, like I have to kill someone for her to love me or I have to cut off all my fingers for her to like me. So she likes me as what, a friend? The fuck's wrong with you, Eleanor? I'm getting that body, dude. I told you. I want to hang out with people like this anyway. I want, and I'd get that body in the richest way possible. So I'd either, um, yeah, I'd pay money to like an assassin or something or like some real elaborate way to kill somebody. Like, I don't know, like put her on it, put this person the target, put the target on like a first class flight and um, have the flight attendant poison their champagne, you know? And then she goes to sleep, you know, you know, in her first class seat with a nice little blanket and her slippers. And she never, she just never wakes the fuck up. That's, you know, that's the the world I want to live in. So yeah, I'd, I'd rather have a girl love me, but uh, then I, and I have to kill someone. That's, thank you, Eleanor. Uh, and this one's coming in from Gilay, G-H-I-L-A-Y. Um, and he's a rapper. I actually know him. Uh, unless there is for some reason a second Gilay. I've never heard of that name other than this guy, but maybe there's two of them. Um, would you rather spend a year in prison or stay in prison until you solve a Rubik's Cube? Yeah, give me that 365, bro. There's no way I can solve a Rubik's Cube. I don't have that in me. Um, I think I once solved, you know, like eight ninths of one side of a Rubik's Cube. That's as far as I got. So, yeah, get me that. Get me that one year. Get me out. Ugh. Thank you, G Gillet. Um, and this one's coming in from... Uma, and this has got to be fake because I've never heard of an Uma except Thurman and she doesn't listen to the show, I can guarantee it. One, I don't think women like it. I don't think they enjoy it. I think it's mostly offensive to them. And two, it's Uma Thurman. Anyway, so she said, would you rather, if you had to pick one, be an Instagram influencer or be TikTok famous? Give me that gram work, baby. I, 
TikTok is uh, is too hard. It's too much work. You actually do need to work. I don't hate TikTok famous people. I think it's a grind. I think they're just filming, editing, coming up with ideas. It's like it's it's like the new Hollywood. I don't hate them at all. People are all oh, fucking TikTok sucks. And I can't believe like we're letting these people get famous. It's like, well, fuck, dude. Like, you do it. You fucking do it and tell me that it's easy, bro. I can't do it. I don't do it because I can't do it. I do podcasting and Instagram and YouTube and all this all this bullshit, you know? And that's enough. That's hard. It's hard to be at this level, which is low. I'm low level, bro. Um, Give me that Instagram influencer lifestyle, even though that shit's kind of dead now. Shit's kind of dead. Uh, thank you, Uma, if that is your real name. Uh, this one's from Garth. Uh, these are all fake names, whatever. Uh, only watch, would you rather only watch worthless but entertaining fiction or extremely boring but somewhat educative documentaries? Oh, get me that entertaining fiction, dude. That's all I watch already. If you were written into the show, you know what Clay's Reviews is. When was the last time I reviewed a fucking documentary, bro? I like I like uh like biopics and like docu-films. Documentaries though, that shit's too much. Um you know, I, I guess documentary I watched the um Night Stalker. That was wild for the night. That, you know, danger, danger. Uh but yeah, I like the I like the entertaining fiction, man. Uh, and this one's coming in from Max, who seems like a dark guy. And I'm not talking skin tone. I'm talking like he needs to see a therapist. His would you rather says, would you rather kill someone or commit suicide? And I'd rather kill someone, Max, but um, you need to talk to a therapist, bro. That, that's not even like, how am I supposed to be funny about that? I can go back over, you know, you know, the people I want to hang out with and, They've already got body counts, so like, what's an you know what's an what's another number? You know, I'll, I'll you know I'll add to that list. I, that's how I. But to kill someone with my own hands, I probably is probably what you're saying, and I would do that. I'll do that rather than commit suicide. Um, is the person innocent? That's because that's a hard kill. That's a hard kill, bro. If it's like a rapist or a pedophile or something, I'll snap next. But if you're like, oh, here's you know here's um, here's Uma. She's she's a supermodel slash actress. She's a philanthropist. She's educated. Um, she's got a family. She's uh, she's very loving, and all this shit. I'd be like, shit. I've got to, and you want me to choke her out? That's hard. But then it's like, or or I kill myself. I'm you know I'm gonna have to snatch somebody's soul. You know what I'm saying? Uh, we'll do one more here. And this one is coming from Brooke. A lot of women today, which I like. Um, would you rather have a house full of ghosts or a house full of roaches? Give me that supernatural being, baby. Roaches make me sick and I can't do anything about it. I'm, I don't like to touch them. I don't like to spray them. Ugh. No, give me that. Give me that fucking... What's his name? Shit. It sucks when you you're trying to get a good you're trying to get a good um you know metaphor or something reference. You try to get a good reference and then you fuck it up by not remembering it. The guy from Ghost, Ghost, the movie where they're doing pottery. Um, God, someone's like in their car screaming at their dashboard right now. You know. It's fucking Patrick Swayze. And I think that, if I can know, I think that I, that's actually who it is. <laughs> it just came to me. Uh, Patrick. Well, why, why don't I just go to Ghost first? We'll just go to Ghost. Patrick Swayze and Demi Moore or Demi Moore or Demi God, if we're talking about, you know, being supernatural. Yeah. Give me that. Give me that Swayze, bro. Give me that straight up, you know, 
man, my reference game is off today. And this is why, dude, this is why I don't want to get heckled at my shows because I'll just sit there and be like, oh, you are. Um, yeah. <sighs> Tired, man. Um, yeah, I'll take a house full of ghosts any day over roaches. I fucking hate roaches. But uh, thank you, everyone, for writing in for Would You Rather's. What else have we uh, got in the old email inboxes this week? Mm, that uh, So that's poor posture coming up. You guys ready? Poor posture of the week. And this one is coming from Rex. Dude, this is so funny. I, I've got a friend named Rex and I've obviously got a, a, a listener named Rex that isn't the same Rex because I didn't think that many people were called Rex. And so I've had this guy write in before and then I said to Rex, oh, dude, that, that you know, whatever you said, I, like, I got your email, I read it out and he's like, no, nah, it wasn't me. I was like, oh, shit, there's another Rex. So I think this is, you know, other Rex. Again, he's he's back. Um, and, yo, I met this dude that lives on my street. I think his name was Michael. And he listens to the show, man. Shout out to Michael if you're listening. What a legend. Um, that was a good day. That was my birthday, actually, that he told me that. Me and Rachel were out the front drinking like a cup of delinquents. And he uh, he comes up. He had his kid and his wife. They were going for a walk. And we had a chat over the fence, which isn't hard. It's a small fence. You can easily talk over it. Um, and, yeah, he was like, oh, let me just double check here. You're welcome to the potty, right? And I was like, yeah. He's like, yeah, man, I'll listen which is wild for the night, bro. I love when just like, you know, I know random people listen because they write, you know, they write in. But like meeting somebody is like a bit of a thrill, you know? I don't know. Anyway, this guy Rex has written in again. And he's sent this link to this story. Tiddlywink stuck up Christchurch woman's nose for 37 years. And I don't know what a tiddlywink is. But let's check this out. For most of her life, hospital kitchen worker Mary McCarthy often had pain on the right side of her nose. And um, a lot of people that work in kitchens have pain in their nose, but it's for a different reason. And that pain is called cocaine pain. And when you work in a kitchen, you work late hours and a lot of, you know, you work wild hours and you party a lot. So it's, it's like notoriously known that like chefs and kitchen hands are all, like coke heads uh, and this is just this is just a fact this is just a fact okay okay have you ever worked in the kitchen no no i haven't i once worked at optus and got my asshole fingered during work i got fucking molested at work and i didn't get any fame from me too i didn't get any fucking glory your fucking terry cruz got his nutsack grabbed by a guy uh yeah have you ever played sports yeah, sometimes people are going to grab your sack. Get over it. You're fucking like six, six, five, 240 pounds of pure muscle. And you want to go on a fucking press tour after getting, you getting you know, over the pants hand job. Who gives a fuck? I got my asshole fingered by a crackhead while I was on duty. And I couldn't even go home early. Think about that. I couldn't even go home early. I didn't get no stress leave. I didn't get no workers' compensation. I've got PTSD now. Every time Rachel, like, touches my butt, I, I, I just about jump out of the fucking building. And I don't mean, t- like, she doesn't touch my butt whole, but, like, even, like, a pat on the butt, like, good job. I'll be cooking and she'll come by and slap me on the butt and I'll be like, fuck off. By order of the peaky fucking blinders, you know? But anyway, what was I talking about? Oh, yeah. No, I've never worked in a kitchen. Last year, after an extremely painful COVID-19 test, her nasal problems deteriorated. The reason became obvious on Thursday when a surgeon at Christchurch Hospital extracted a yellow tiddlywinks piece. 37 years after it was lodged in her upper nose as a child. The surgeon also removed calcified material that had grown around the counter. Fuck, that's disgusting. Uh, Tiddlywinks, which was developed in England in the 60s, in the 1860s, is played with sets of small discs called winks. Players use a squidger to shoot a wink into flight and into a pot for points. Uh, 
I thought tiddlywinks was like like a gay sex maneuver, but I guess it's a board game. McCarthy, 45, an Addington resident, was recovering on Friday and although still in pain and very nasal, was breathing through her right nostril for the first time in eight months and seeing the funny side of her rip snorter of a story. Oh, very clever. I fucking hate journalists. And, you know, shout out to any of my friends who are journalists, but fucking, you are the scum of the earth, honestly. First off, you don't, this is a story. This is a news story, bro. Some some girl put something in her nose when she was a kid and it came out when she was an adult. That's, dude, so you're shit at your job. If that's what your, the, your boss is putting you on, fucking just give up. Just give up. It's not worth it. And then when you get the big story, it's going to have to be, you know, left or right leaning, depending on who you work for. It's going to have to have an angle. You can't just report. You have to tell a story to, you know, win votes or get views, you know. And then you've got to put stupid puns in here, you know. Oh, man, you think you're clever? You think that's comedy, bro? I do comedy, real jokes. Real jokes about racism and weather and sex and sexual abuse. And you want to say rip snorter, you fucking clown. Uh, she said she remembered playing tiddlywinks with her seven, bro- seven brothers and sisters. Shit. And as an eight-year-old took the game on a tangent by putting one piece up her nostril and blowing them out to see how they would go. And that's supposed to say how far they would go, you dumb fuck. Did you even go to journalism school? Did you even pass third grade? Journalists, yuck. Yuck, they've got a clo- an up-close picture of this fucking disgusting disc that was up this woman's nose. It is so gross, it's got legit boogers or something on it. Anyway, this story's so long. Rex, I'm not finishing it. It's so long for, for what it is. It's an actual joke, actual joke. But anyway, first off, this, you know, everyone's going to say like, oh, like, may, I don't know if Rex even read the story. Maybe he just sent through the headline, but like her fucking, um, yeah, if she was an adult and put it up her nose, her posture would be fucked up. The real poor posture goes to that fucking uh, journalist. For one, taking the story. Uh, or two. Fuck. Yeah, if, like, if you took the story and two, just your whole writing, it's a scandal. The, the fact that you get paid for what you do is an absolute joke. He says as he's about to go and do a paid gig tonight talking about, you know, robbing people as a black man. Just do, just, <laughs> just setting my people back. Just holding us down. Anyway. Yeah, yeah, that that reporter's posture is the real poor posture in this whole thing. What what else have we got in poor posture here? Um Okay, okay. This one's from someone named Sebastian and I, I'm, I'm going to click on it. Is, is unvaccinated sperm really the next Bitcoin? Bitcoin is an apocalyptic safe haven, they say. Store your value in Bitcoin before the world collapses into a tech field. Mad Max meets Johnny Mnemonic. Operatic hellscape. But what about unvaccinated sperm? The notion that unvaccinated sperm will outperform Bitcoin and gold has floated around Twitter since COVID vaccines rolled out earlier this year. Propaganda-powered accounts amplifying anti-vax disinformation have memified the idea, memified. Latching onto Bitcoin's growing presence in the mainstream zeitgeist for engagement. And look how hard this fucking journalist is trying. Do less. The fucking alliteration and the fucking four-syllable words, like, give it a rest, cunt. 
Oh my God. Yeah, this is, you know what? I don't give a fuck about this story. I'm sorry, Sebastian. I've had enough of journalism. We're getting off. We're Sorry. Sorry, no pun intended. We're getting off. That doesn't mean I'm spraying out anywhere. It means we're not doing poor posture of the week any longer today. I cannot bear to read another news article with these fucking talentless hacks producing content. Oh, sorry, Sebastian. Uh, let's go to somewhere more positive right now. Clay's reviews. Comedy, action, or horror? Will this movie win an Oscar? Set design, directing, acting, lighting, or costumes? This segment is Clay's reviews. I've got one movie for you. It's called Fatherhood, and it's starring um, it's starring Kevin. What's his name? Kevin Hart. He's a comedian. He's not one of my favorite comedians, but this is the best movie I've seen him in. <coughs> not the best movie he's been in, okay? So, you know, he was in 40-Year-Old Virgin and he was funny in that and that was a great movie. But this is, this movie called Fatherhood, man, was real. He wasn't trying to act like a clown the whole time. There was a little scene right at the end where, it, you know, he had to be a clown, but it was kind of like, it was kind of nice. Basically, here's the story. His his wife dies a day after giving birth to their daughter and he has to raise this girl as a single dad and it goes through the trials and tribulations of that. And the raw emotion that I felt um, while I watched this, was I hungover and coming down? Yes, but it was beautiful. It's the best movie I've seen Kevin Hart in. It's the, be- it's the best uh, I've seen him act. He did very well. The little girl was beautiful. She was did very well. The co-star, the the love interest, um, what was her name? Uh, she was absolutely beautiful. Um, Dewanda Wise, uh, look her up. Absolutely stunning. Um, Lil Rel was in it. He's another comedian, but yeah, I, I, I'd say watch it. I say watch it. Whether you're a Kevin Hart fan or not, it's not going to be the typical shit like Ride Along and Ride Along Two and fucking central intelligence and all this corny shit he's been doing. This was real and I thoroughly enjoyed it. And I would watch more shit like this if he if he's going to put more more of it out. Uh, seven out of ten. And that's all I got. That's all I got. Uh, was there... Oh, we've got advice today? Um, Let's do it. We need to no move problem. Lonzo. That ain't no problem. Huh? That ain't no problem. Okay. Um, oh, just got a text, but I won't read it yet. Um, I just ate a lot of fucking maggots, and this one's coming in from, hold on, let me just click on it. Vince. Vince. Well, let me explain. I was on a walk and I come across this huge cherry tree. So I deceded. So you got to do spell checks. I decided to harvest some. On the the way home, I'm eating the damn cherries. Like I haven't eaten any food in the past 10 days. So I come home and sort out the cherries and wash them. And then I come across a fairly normal sized maggot in one of the cherries and I almost fucking gagged. Then I started inspecting the damn cherries. And I kid you not, every single one of the cherries contained at least one small maggot. I told my mum about this terrible incident and she is now disgusted as well because she also had about six cherries. Am I going to be okay? Um, hey, guess what, Vince? I I do have a PhD in podcasting. I'm not a medical doctor, but I'll tell you this, you're going to be fine. It's all unsourced here at the Welcome to the Potty Podcast and any medical information that's given out is not uh, intended for... Um, like you know, medical use really. It's this is a comedy podcast, not a medical podcast, and I take no responsibility for any problems that you have. But you're going to be fine. 
Uh, maggots feeding on cherries, I wouldn't say would have it be carrying any wild diseases and shit. I think maggots are supposed to be relatively clean. They use them to like clean your wounds and shit uh, back in the day. I think if you were eating like meat with maggots, you would probably be fucked. But cherry maggots, I, you know, I'd say go back for seconds, Vince. Do your thing, baby. Uh, thanks for writing in. That was easy. We've done it. Uh, do we have like some sort of easy money? Um, is it normal for your gender not to mean much to you? And this is from David, a man. <laughs> oh shit. If you don't think that's funny, go fuck yourself, man. That's hilarious. Um, oh, holy shit. This is, this is funny. So it's written in from someone named David and they've said, I am a female, 16 years old. Now, I don't know if you're supposed to be listening to this show if you're only 16. I think you're 18 plus, but what am I, what am I supposed to do? I've got, I click explicit on every episode. Uh, anyway, I don't really think about my gender much. Is that normal? I don't, feel, I don't feel like my gender is a very important part of my identity, though I know it is. I just go throughout my day and almost forget I'm a girl. It's not that I feel like a boy either. The best way to put it is I feel like an alien. My gender doesn't mean much to me and never has. Is that normal? No, you're just a normal person. You're trying to be, you're trying to be extra. You're trying to, you're trying to, uh, yeah, you're trying to be interesting is what I'm trying to say. And you're not, you're just not that interesting. I'm sorry to, I'm sorry to be the bearer of bad news. Uh, but in saying that, um, I, I don't walk around all day being like, I'm a guy, I'm a guy, I'm a guy, I'm a guy, I'm a guy. You know, no one's just sitting there thinking about their gender. Uh, yeah, so saying I don't really think about my gender that much, is that normal? Yeah, it's pretty normal. Yeah, before I was talking about, you know, you know, ejaculating, you know, inside a vagina. That is a pretty male thing to say, I would say. But I don't, yeah, I wasn't like when I got up this morning, I wasn't like, you know, I am a man and I've got a penis and I'm supposed to have it. That's not like a thought that enters my head. It just, you just are what you are, right? So if you, see, this is, this is the problem with all this like gender politics is now people, this person is a normal person apparently, you know, it's a female named David, but, um, this girl is confused because she's not thinking about her gender all the time like all these other people are and she thinks that's weird. It's fucking not weird. It's normal. But we're... we're gender isn't important. Why are we saying best actor and best actress? Like, if gender's not important, then stop fucking talking about it. Do you know what I mean? I don't want to get into it because I'm going to sound like a fucking 80-year-old white man and I'm just like a 30-year-old white guy in a black body, you know? You should really be thinking about your race more, I would say. What color are you? What color do you think you are? What color do you want to be? I know the answer to all those questions. You're definitely a white girl, and um, you think that you're, uh, you're, you think that you're a white person with no no real gender, and you want to be a black man because they're the coolest and they can say the N-word in music and sell and make millions of dollars and wear dope chains and wear grills and white people wearing grills. That's cultural appropriation. So, yeah, how about you explore your race instead of your gender, David? How about if, if she's just like on her dad's account or something and her name's not David? She's just sending an email from the wrong email address or something. Um, but, yeah, no, that's not weird to not think about your gender it's weird to think about your gender constantly that would yeah that i think all this gender politics shit is just the most insecurest shit in the world and this is maybe this is ignorant but like to be like i need my pronouns in my twitter bio and in my instagram handle like who gives a fuck dude i'll just call everyone dude you know when the fuck do you use someone's pronouns anyway? Like when I'm talking to 
I would have to be talking to someone else about you, not to you. Do you know what I mean? I don't go up to someone and be like, hey, him. Hey, she. Like, I'll just be like, hey, what's up? What's up, bruh? Did, did I tell you guys about that angry lesbian that was freaking out that night? It was during Fringe. It was about fucking three o'clock in the morning. This angry lesbo is like, fucking get over here. We're fucking going home. And I'm like sharing a dart with her friend. And she's like, this is how she talks to her friend. And I was like, I was like, shit, like she's pretty mad at you. And she's like, yeah, she just gets like that. And then I was like, shit, like, is that fun? Having a friend that like yells at you, like she's your mother and she's, you know, not. And she's like, oh, she's, you know, she's drunk. She just gets like that. And I was like, cool, very cool, very fun. Um, and then her friend storms over. She's like, we're fucking going and we're fucking going now. And I was just like, hey, dude, chill. And she's like, oh, I'm not a fucking dude. And I was like, I didn't call you a hey, dude. I said, hey, dude, chill. Like I, I call Rachel dude all the time. And guess what? I understand that Rachel is a female, you know? <laughs> like this gender politics, bro, it's too much. We're doing too much, man. We need to calm the fuck down. Well, how long have we been going here? Oh, we've hit an hour. We've hit an hour. Let's do one more advice for you motherfuckers. Um, what else? What else have we got? Have we got anything? We got a few here. Um, I'll just go for the top one. Hopefully I can make this funny. Uh, how can I be more comfortable around my husband? And this one is from Bonnie, uh, a 20 year old female. I don't know why, but I just can't be myself around him for some reason. Um, why is it cause has he belted you before? Does every time he moved, do you flinch? Cause then you go, <laughs> God damn it. I'm sick. I'm sick. Um, anyway, let's keep reading. Like I can be animated with my friends and be stupid and stuff, but not around him. I've known him three years. I trust him. Love you've known him three years and you're married. Sorry to hear that. Uh, I trust him and love him a lot, but I can't even talk to my friends on the phone while he's in the room. It's nothing about him. He cares for me, loves me. He doesn't judge me and encourages me to be open and relax sometimes and he's never said anything mean or degrading to anything that I oh you gotta get therapy then. If he's that great, dude, I'd fuck him. He sound I no wonder you married him. Uh like for instance, sometimes I stream games. I usually stream them when I'm alone and I'm and I'm anima animated and funny and he told me I should stream while he's home so he can help me out and support me. What a legend. I tried that today and I just couldn't bring myself to be how I usually was on stream. I don't really understand. I'm fine when he's not there with me and just watching while he's at work and I can be silly and stupid with him over text. But once we're in the same room, it just turns off. I almost feel scared and that he'll laugh at me or make fun of me. It's just embarrassing to be myself, I guess. How do I get better? Um, I think you've got anxiety, man. Uh, oh, I'm not a man. Uh, I think you've got anxiety. Bro uh, what, what, what was it? Bonnie? I think you got anxiety. Um, how funny if this is my friend's, my friend's wife, they've known each other for f far longer than uh, three years though, but that'd be just so funny if she just like writes into the podcast about their personal shit, um, which they don't have, by the way, I was just, her name's Bonnie. That's all. Okay. Christ. Everyone's getting up me. Um, I would say, yeah, you got anxiety, go see a therapist and sort it out. Uh, or challenge yourself to break that. Even if it's small things, like one a day, one a week, where you're just like, okay, I'm going to stray. I'm just going to be silly. I'm going to, okay, I feel this discomfort. I'm going to break through it. I'm going to do what I'm doing anyway. You know, whatever, whatever. Do some shit like that, man. Yeah, I'm not a man. Um, yeah, anyway, that's it from me, man. Welcome to the party on everything. You know what it is. Hit it. Hit that share button. Hit that like button. Hit that follow, subscribe button. Uh, tell a friend to tell a friend. And and I'm not bullshitting when I say that. I need you guys to tell your friends. Uh, and, you know, friends that are appropriate. So maybe not your mothers or your wives. Even though Bonnie wrote in here, that's nice to, you know, 
females actually listen and can take a joke and know that I'm not, actually not serious and disrespectful and shit. It's just just a bit of clowning, but uh, just tell people, man. I need you to tell people. Tell people that trust you and will take your recommendation. Let's grow this bitch. Let's grow it. I'm telling you. I love you guys. Don't forget to love yourselves. And as always, bang bang. Baby, welcome to Baby, welcome to